You're listening to Very Loose Women. What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do, cause I'm gonna be just fine. Check it out if I wanna take a guy. Good evening, listeners. You are tuned in to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM, and you just heard None of Your Business by Salt and Pepper. I am Soyla. I'm here with my co presenter, Flory. Hello. Hi, Flory. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight we're joined by Harriet Kemsley. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, Harriet is a comedian who's, talk- who's here to talk a little bit about her upcoming Edinburgh set. And we have Chloe Green. Hello, Chloe. Hello. And um, Chloe's tonight's friend of the show and who is also a comedian. Um, but first, we're going to talk about celebrations and frustrations. Um, I'll kick off with a frustration. Um, this week, I was diagnosed with tinnitus, Oh. So, which is a ringing in the ear. So I now have that forever. Do you have it all the time? All the time. Did you not know before you were diagnosed with it? I did know. You knew something was up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and was waiting for a doctor to say, this is 100% what you have. Is it going to go away or is it? They said it would go away over time, but that time is <laughs> undisclosed. Oh. So, yeah. When did it start? About a year ago. <laughs> oh my god, this is a long time to be living with a ringing in your ears. <laughs> I, know, I know, and I was like, please do something about it. So I just listen to music all the time, and then people are like, why have you got your headphones in? And I just think, I have a legitimate excuse yeah. to have them in. So, um, I mean, that's kind of a blessing. Kind of, yeah, I can always listen to music. Yeah, and you can be like, it's medicinal. Yeah. So yeah. shut up. Yeah. It's I horrible. Won't listen to you. Yeah. No. Stuff like that is so de- debil- debilitated. Is that a word? Yeah. I got um, vertigo, which sounds like the silliest thing ever, but it just meant I was dizzy for like three months. Oh, no. And I was just walking around with that. Everything oh moved, but you just think it just think it sounds made up, but I believe you. Is Thank what you. I'm trying to how say. Does, how does one get vertigo? Um, well, I have um, small tubes. Uh, in my nasal passages and uh, I went underwater and uh, it it made it all a big mess and um, yeah then I I was dizzy it just like makes something a bit off Mm. it doesn't make any sense I don't really understand I'm trying to explain science it is is, yeah yeah, Mm. ears and tubes and all that stuff yeah (laughs) anyone else got a gammy ear (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was my frustration um, I have a celebration. Please lighten the mood. Um, <laughs> it's not that exciting, but it's my birthday tomorrow, so it's a bit oh, exciting. That's so tomorrow. exciting. Happy, Happy birthday. That. Happy birthday, Flory. So, yeah, what my, are you going to do? I'm going to go to Devon, um, which is where I'm from, so I'm going to go <laughs> sit in the garden Girl. and like, see some friends, maybe do a little bit of beach, Ooh. a little bit of football. Nice. Not nice. playing it, obviously watching it oh okay. oh okay i thought you meant playing it there <laughs> i can't do that don't be disgusting <laughs> <so much. laughs> God's sake. get yeah. a grip <laughs> that's me harriet do you have anything oh well i just got frustrated i keep talking everyone's getting fed up me talking about i dropped my phone in a canal um 
last week. It's very <laughs> stressful. And then everyone says, how? Well, I was standing in front of the canal and um, I went to put it, because we were recording this um, video thing and I went to put it in the pocket in my in the back of my skirt. Uh, but it's not really a pocket, it's just kind of the back of my skirt. And then... Like the gap. Between, the gap, yeah, between yeah. skin and skirt. And then um, I felt it fall and then I was like, oh no. And then I thought... Oh, I'm standing in front of a canal, and then there was a splash, and then we just watched it sink, and then I lost my mind. Did and it then, go out the bottom of the skirt. Yes, yeah, so it kind of went. Yes, yeah, so it kind of went through my skirt through out, and then onto the, into the canal, oh. and then we were trying to get it. It's very stressful, and then um, we tried calling it after a few minutes, and it went to answer phone. <laughs> so the canal was like, "It's ours now." Um, and then, um, and then, so so sweet. One of um, my friends, um, he got into the the canal like, up to his like. Thighs, like trying to reach oh, it with his toes. That's a good friend. Yeah, I know exactly. It's like so, and then this um, boat went past, and uh, all, it was like a hen do, and all the people, all the hens were like, "What are you doing?" And they were like, "We got, we got a phone in the canal." They're like, "Claim it on insurance." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Um, but yeah, I finally got a, a phone, and then that day I lost my debit card. So. <laughs> We're saying earlier, frustration in and out. after yeah. frustration. Yeah. Can we just pause a second and, and go back to the bit where you were like, we called it and it went to answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we were in my ring, ring, fishes. We like, yeah, it will light up and then we'll know where it is. But it was like, goodbye. <laughs> I thought you were thinking like someone was going to pick it up yeah. and you'd be like, oh, great. If you could just return it to me, that's great. Someone just swim up there and or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, very sad. Waterproof one though, because apparently the iPhone sevens are waterproof. Well, this are they is, not? Well, apparently they are splash proof. They're not bottom of not a canal, canal proof. proof. No. <laughs> no, that's what I learned. Yeah. The hard oh, way. Uh, <laughs> Chloe, can you round us off? I can, yeah. So my celebration was I was in a magazine this week. Oh, that is exciting. What? Which like clearly doesn't happen very often because otherwise I'd be really chill about the whole thing. And what, I'm what's the magazine? Not. What was the what was the splash? Well, <laughs> splash. Oh, it's <laughs> triggering. <laughs> Um, so it's Diva magazine, which is like a queer women's magazine. Yes. And very amusingly, um, to most of my friends, I was I was there like style section. Oh, okay. You all That's paused for section. like too long. You should have been like, yeah, a hundred percent. I see that. Obviously, yeah, like a lookbook yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like I I know the um, deputy editor, and we were like at this event, and she was like, I really like your outfit, and I was like, oh, thank you very much. That's nice. And she was like, would Would you like to be in the magazine <laughs> with that outfit? I was like, um. Yes. <laughs> so you've got like photos Please. and stuff. Well, Are I had to modeling? like. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. I like took some like very shoddy selfies in my living room trying to like look like, oh, this is just me. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, hashtag candid. But it was like 70 takes later. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> but that was really nice and it, it got published this week. So, um, yeah, I'm if in you a wanna glossy catch, bloody you wanna, mag. You want to catch Chloe in a gloss, glossy? Then uh, Diva Mag, Diva Mag. That's the one, Diva. Yeah. There we go. Um, well, after that roller coaster, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we'll, we'll jump into the topic of the topic of the day. Um, completely coincidentally, we have two comedians on the show tonight. Um, so um, I'm sure. Well, we've all we've done so far is laugh, and I'm sure that we'll continue to do so. That's a pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. um, Harriet, you're here to tell us about your upcoming show called Slutty Joan. 
can I leave it to you to explain what that is? Yeah, it's like, what does that... Are you playing a character? There's like a... <laughs> there's really... Because I, I did a preview last um, week and they didn't put my name on it. It just said Slutty Joan. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know, like, character piece. Um, it's just my stand-up, basically, and uh, it's kind of... You have to come up with a title for it. Um, but um, the show is about um, slut-shaming and how that's... Uh, a good thing, <laughs> not really. Um, it's, how, it's a <laughs> bad <Long> thing, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah. So I found this study. It's kind of based on this this study. Um, oh, studies are so boring, but um, it, sum it up. It was in 2013. It was a study at Cornell University, and they um, described um, this fictional female character called Joan to um, these uh, two groups of women. And one group, they said that Joan was. Um, uh, had only ever had two sexual partners and uh, one group they said she had multiple sexual partners and was having a whale of a time and um, they were asked to describe um, this Joan and they all described the Joan that had um, more sexual partners as less competent less dominant, less uh, mm. emotionally stable, all the lesses even if these women that were describing her were more promiscuous themselves they still were like watch out for Joan she's a big old slut <laughs> um, so uh, it's just about um, how uh, how we kind of like blame ourselves because of society and um, how we're made to feel bad <laughs> so a slut I guess you've answered it pretty nicely in there is um, seen as a, as a woman specifically who has sex a lot or with a lot of people yeah so that for a man that would be a legend um but for uh, a woman it's a horrible little slut yeah so um yeah so it's, it's about that basically and have i yeah i mean i, I want to talk about being being sluts today um <laughs> i like how you just you said that so sweetly about being little sluts <laughs> why is it seen as a such a bad thing I don't know. I don't know. This is what this is what it's all about, isn't it? It's kind of a. It's just a way of kind of. I don't know. It's just the way that it's being kind of created, isn't it? That mm. that we're meant to feel bad, but it's just these kind of different standards, you know, that that don't make any sense, and it just builds a lot of shame. I think, um, and means that you don't have kind of control and the ability to kind of do what you want to do because of fear of how you're perceived. That make yeah, any sense? It definitely yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It's about it's about control of women's sexuality, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, it's you can't you can't be promiscuous. You can't have, do that. Have the same behaviours as men sexually, and that is a method of putting shame on someone. Is a method of trying to control that and manage that, isn't it? Yeah, which doesn't make sense because if right, this is a, a maths thing. But like, <laughs> sorry guys, this is a big maths thing. Um, but if so, like, surely if men and women are sleeping with each other, like if it's a straight relationship, they're sleeping with each other, and then. If men have slept with a lot of people, then the women will have had to sleep with lots of... Like, it's just maths. It takes two. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't understand how both... Do you know what I'm just saying? Maths, guys. <laughs> just maths, guys. They're both doing the same thing, so... What... Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. yes. Do you know what you're saying? It's just maths, I think you should guys. rename your show Sluts. It's just maths. <laughs> it's just maths, everybody. <laughs> Flory, what's the Madonna Hall complex? Uh... I don't well I don't know I feel I don't know if this is if this came from uh I, well it did I guess it came from the bible right 
It must have come from the Bible. So it's basically no, no, this it idea that Madonna. this this, this <laughs> it was pointed tits. Um, no, yeah, but it, it was basically this idea that there's, there's two types of women: a dichotomy, and you're either you either fit into the men are really comfortable with seeing two types of women, and one is the Madonna, the mother, the angel, who is domestic goddess. You know, all of these kind of stereotypes that are lumped into one category. And on the other hand, you have the slut, the whore, who um, every who guys are fine with shagging, but no one ever wants to marry the whore everybody wants to marry the madonna you know it's that kind of weird dichotomy you see it in films a lot a lot of characters um women are either one or the other and unfortunately a lot of men today still struggle with the idea that, <laughs> that women might be something in between sometimes um yeah what <laughs> news flash <laughs> have you have any of, of, of our oh, women today? Um, that was a weird way of phrasing that. <laughs> um, have we ever felt judged because of our sexual exploit, exploits um, or sexuality? Um, I know that I have. So when um, I uh, I would say that I was bisexual, and whenever uh, I've that was again a weird way whenever. of saying it. <laughs> whenever <laughs> I've dated men. Um, I've always felt like the question is more of a, oh, you know, tell me about your sexual history. Tell me about, you know, I need to know so that I can assess whether mm. you're a good, kind of good shout. Mm-hmm. Have, has anyone ever felt that as well? Yeah, well, I got chlamydia and um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the reactions were not good. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you just, you felt so, I felt so much like shame for it. And like mm. people are really like judgy about it. It just felt horrible. And it's that thing where, um, where it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know why it had to be. I mean, I don't know. And what? it just. You felt so. You felt like you felt judged by because you had to call up people and tell them that you had it, and so you felt judged there. Yeah, you're meant to do yeah. that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's imagine that uh, I called everybody and uh, <laughs> said it to their faces. No, I got. Oh God, I got the hospital. They were like, "Do you want us to tell it?" And I was like, "Yes." Um, but then it was really awkward because everyone could clearly work it out. <laughs> so I was, I was talking to one of the people's um, uh, brothers, and then he was kind of. Thing about how he his brother got this weird call from the hospital and did I know anything about it? Oh and God, I, like, I love that the hospital no, do weird. that shit for you. Yeah, yeah, they they do. Do. So you I love the NHS. List. I love yeah, the NHS. You give them NHS. your list and they like do it's yeah, incredible. They deal with it for you. They like send them anonym, an anonymous kind of text <laughs> thing. Um, it's like your personal kind of I don't know. Um, but it was hor- It just felt horrible and. Um, yeah, especially if you're not exactly sure who it was. <laughs> the list can be quite long. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then uh, I had to take the antibiotics, but I just felt so horrible that I took them twice. I went back and got them again, and so I took it because I just felt like I couldn't get rid of it. Um, but it's really, it's really just, it's just not that bad, you know. Like it's, mm. it's not ideal. I mean. It's not that. That's the sort of weird thing about, like, just thought about religion again. Then for some reason, like the idea of like you wanting to cleanse your body in a way, yeah. taking that antibiotics twice. Obviously, you didn't need to do that, but like you felt like that was a sin, and you were like trying to cleanse it in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's quite strong imagery, isn't it? But, yeah. yeah, it's quite. I think there's an underlying thing, very obvious thing, that it's quite patriarchal to be called a slut. Yeah, and I Absolutely. think. 
you know, mm. when we talk about um, kind of reclaiming these words, um, so queer quite recently, when I told my mum that I was queer, she was like, oh, you know, that was a bad word in my day. And I was like, <laughs> well, well, I'm using it in a good way because um, I'm great and I'm queer and, and that kind of thing. But I think there's still a bit of an issue with, with the word slut and slag and that kind of mm. those those specifically female derogatory terms. Yeah, there's so many of them. There seems to be one now for men, which is a uh, fuck boy, which is like a bad mm. thing. Um, but that's the only one out of all these. these player lists. doesn't have the same kind of tone to no, it. No, that player. Yeah. <laughs> player. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's um, like a, there's a weird thing around like numbers, though. And like I find myself falling into the same trap, you know, like if I've got a new partner, I'll be like really interested in their like capital N number mm, yeah. and then I'm like why do I care like yeah. that's so weird and it's like is it just like a power thing is it like a like a judgment thing mm. what is that about and like I used to date men I don't anymore <laughs> god my life is so much better um, but when I did date men it would always be like you know one of those first like early doors conversations you have like maybe what like after you slept with them or before you slept with them whatever like around the kind of conversation of sex it'd be like so what's your number <laughs> and like uh, I don't mean like phone number I mean like sexual partner's number yeah. just so we're all on the same page yeah, right yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. okay cool okay um, and then yeah there's like so much judgment around it and like it, uh, my number it might have been higher than the people I was I had slept with and then there's like a you know those men then feel like weirdly emasculated or something like oh she's had more sexual partners than I have uh. mm. um, I'm like well yeah I'm a legend um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously but like that's a, that's a really weird thing and I think I've still got that hangover of like being intrigued by people's like sexual histories mm. when it's none of my business it doesn't mean anything if that person's coming into a sexual relationship with me it's because they want to be in a sexual relationship with me I shouldn't worry about the number that they've of people they've slept with it's so irrelevant mm. yeah right yeah, yeah. And on that, um, part of your show, um, Harriet, is about women building women, women up. Um, how, you know, why, why is that element part of your show? Well, I think it's, it goes back to this thing about um, the kind of slutty Joan idea, is that if women are seeing, they're kind of seeing themselves, if you're judging other women, then you're kind of judging yourself at the same time. It's this weird thing, and I think so often we're kind of like pitted against each other I think because and there's this competitiveness that, that there isn't with men I mean this is a big generalisation but mm. I think gener that's what a generalisation <laughs> is generally I don't know anything um, but you know a lot you know a lot <laughs> I think that um, because there, there's less there's less jobs at the top and, and all these kind of things it, it's kind of there's only ever going to be one of you in a lot of the situations um, and so it is um, you do see other women as, as competition in a way that that men don't. Mm. Um, why is it important for us very loose women to build each other up? Sorry. Why? Well, why? Well, because, well, I don't know. I mean, this is something that I think a lot of uh, people, when you say that you're a feminist and they expect you to automatically like all women and support all women, and that's obviously just not realistic and stupid, but, like... I've, the need for sisterhood and solidarity is something among like groups that have been oppressed and women historically have mm. um, that is something that's really important to foster support and uh, lifting each other up rather than like you know taking on uh, patriarchal ideas about criticizing what a woman should be and um, being comp like competitive in the workplace for example like 
Margaret Thatcher, for example, like uh, people always use her as an example, but was very criticised for, you know, talking about women getting into politics, but not doing absolutely anything to enable other women to come up behind her. Mm. Um, did that answer the question? Yeah, on the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went off on a tangent, I think. Um, has I've never kind of self-censored myself um, when I've been talking to people about kind of sex and and that kind of thing and sluttiness and and whatever. Um, and I guess that's because I think in in previous relationships I have felt really judged, and I think I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to be judged anymore. And instead of, but I also don't want to be quiet. I don't want to shut up about it. So I was like, you know, I'm here, and I was going to say I'm here on queer. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think there's also an interesting element of being honest and not being afraid of being honest. Um, yeah, and that's a bra- yeah. it is a brave thing under like when you're constantly subject to criticism, especially. Mm. Um, yeah, with your with your either with your sexuality or number of sexual partners or how open you are of your sexuality and um, yeah. And both of our guests tonight do comedy. Um, have you ever felt like you've had to tone down a performance because of you know that kind of thing? The way that I I think I was thinking recently is that when I started, so it was like seven years ago, and um, I was quite young, and the advice was that like you shouldn't dress up on stage, like as a woman, mm. you shouldn't dress up, and like because otherwise the men will fancy you and the wives will be angry about it. So this <laughs> weird kind of logic, which is so like cruel to women, like thinking that that's how we behave, um, and so um, and the, and it's also so not true. Like the only time that um, I so but like. I'd dress down a bit, but the only time I've ever got um, uh, chatted up after a gig was once, and that's when I bombed the worst I ever had, and no one laughed at anything I said. <laughs> and then these two men tried to like tried to chat me up and take me home, and I was like, they just literally they were just like, oh, we finally we found a woman that doesn't have a sense of humour. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe they'll find my jokes funny, you know? Like, it's this really stupid thing that um, that yeah, that that's the thing that I kind of I think now with the you just think, oh, fuck that, you know, I'll wear whatever mm. I want. It, no one cares. Mm. Totally, yeah. Like, I, I I, so know what you mean. It's like a, there's a weird thing for women in comedy, I think, Harriet, where you have like a like a bit of a can't win either way kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, you know, if you kind of go on stage and you're sort of one of the lads or whatever, like, you'll get criticised. And if you go on stage and you, like, you know, play into your kind of like, you, you know... A, a, I say inverted commas like a feminine nature or whatever. Or you talk about like women's is- women's issues, whatever. Again, it's like oh, women's doing women period jokes. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so you know what am I allowed to talk about? What am I allowed to wear on stage? How am I allowed to perform? Like it's just another way that like women in public spaces are policed. And like I've sort of yeah, in a couple of years that I've been doing comedy, like just try to like figure out myself, be authentic to myself. My main concern really like about being on stage and stuff. Sometimes is like my queerness and like people being a bit like, I guess, like confused or confronted or uncomfortable by the things that I'm talking about, like being queer, sleeping with women. Like, is that going to be like jarring for like a predominantly straight audience? And then like actually the experiences I've had sometimes, you know, people just don't get it and they're not like super switched on or, or like interested 
Obviously, it's their problem, not because I'm not funny. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I can just go off stage and be like, homophobes. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> Which yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> but then, like, you know, also, actually, like, I haven't found there to be, like, particularly much beef with the fact that I'm queer. And I think, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, a, a lesbian comedian. I, I'm I'm familiar with Sue Perkins, and I think I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah. it's like just, just think of Sue Perkins, and it's... It's going to be all right. You'll get through the next 10 minutes. She, she, she was like Sue Perkins, but without the glasses. I'll take that. Okay. Do you think, I think it's become um, easier at all for um, female comedians since Me Too and those conversations have started to happen? Do you think, have you noticed the change? I think um, it's just made all the women more aware of it. Like, I think everyone's really got each other's backs at the moment, like really trying to like, like become like a team and help each other mm-hmm. like because you realize that like we have to it's really it's really important and um i think it is it has been hard like either like subconsciously or not like because with, with panel shows and things they'll they have one woman now mm. like they, it's a policy they have to um like they found a loophole where they've just put like a weather presenter on or something but like <laughs> now they've like they're, they're, they're trying to have comedians but like if there's only ever going to be one woman like that that's crazy and then you're in competition with with other women well, it's like you've got one so why would you need another one yeah why exactly would you possibly yeah. have a panel of all women yeah and so then but then you never have <laughs> Hang out with other women, yeah. And so, like, there was a period last year when I, like, for I think two months, where every weekend, every mixed bill gig I did, I didn't do with another woman. And so you're just with men. You're just in these green rooms with, and it's just, it's lonely and it's Mm. boring as well. Like, my favourite comedians are women. Like, and some of my favourite people are women. (laughs) (laughs) And so you just want to be around that, you know. It just, it's yeah. So hopefully that that's changing now. I've like um, started a like a queer comedy night with some friends called the Low Word Cheeky Plug, which is meant yeah, to be really good. good by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, but it's like now I've been spoiled because when we gig together, it's like an all women or non-binary or trans lineup. Everyone's queer. Everyone's like on the kind of LGBT spectrum somehow, and like are like sort of femme or women, and it's like that space is incredible it's so supportive it's so lovely it's so warm and then I kind of go out back into the cold world of like the rest of the comedy circuit and I'm like oh man where my dykes at like no one in the audience is like yes L word niche reference and they're just like what is lesbian so like it's kind of I almost feel spoiled like that solidarity that I've got with some of my like comedy mates is just so pure and wonderful and lovely I wish it was all like that yeah, oh, that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, I think it's it's becoming more like that. It's good. So I'm gonna we're gonna round off. Um, how can our listeners come and see you perform? How can they get in touch with you? Follow you? That kind of thing. Uh, if they want to follow me, um, <laughs> then uh, I've got Twitter. It's Harriet Kemsley. Um, my show is at. Uh, in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival um, <laughs> at 5.55 um, at the Voodoo Rooms. And um, I'm doing previews around London. What's the date for those? Uh, it's the 4th to the 25th of August. Nice. And Chloe. Mm. Um, so I'm naff on Twitter because I have to do it professionally, so I just sort of okay. hate it. But um, you can follow at Low Word Comedy, which is like me and my mates. So it's like a kind of five for one type situation there. <laughs> nice. So just follow for all the good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, otherwise I'm on Twitter and stuff, just Chloe Green. Wonderful. So that um, is all we've got time for on tonight's show. Thank you for joining us, listeners. Um, I'm going to quickly end with a with a call out, a shout out. 
that um, us very loose women are doing for LGBTQ plus people who'd be interested in sharing their coming out story with us. Um, Chloe did it with us today and you'll hear her beautiful voice very soon. Um, so mm-hmm. if anyone like would like to, to join um, and talking about their coming out experience, then um, please get in touch with us. It's vlwradio at gmail.com or at vlwradio um, on Twitter or just send us a message on Facebook. We're very loose women. Um, and just as a, a note, that would be for radio and podcast. Um, older episodes of Very Loose Women are available to download and listen to on iTunes podcast and acast.com, Very Loose Women. Um, what we're going to play out to Can't Hold Us Down by oh, Christina Aguilera. Good, yes, is that a good are. shout? Yes. Anthem. Um, thank you once again, Chloe. Thank you. And Harriet. Thanks for having me. Um, thank you, with my Florrie. Thank you, sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, literally an hour to go. Woo! <laughs> Big two seven. <laughs> oh. Um, that's been that's very loose women. And good night. So, what am I not supposed to have an opinion? Should I keep quiet just because I'm a woman? Call me a bitch because I speak what's on my mind. Guess it's easier for you to swallow if I sat and smile. When a female fires back.